What is going on, Podcast World? This is Eric D. Seals, and you are listening to A Filmmaker's Guide to Freelancing. For those who do not know me, I've been freelancing for over a decade. I started a company almost seven years ago, and I'm very blessed. I've been very successful. And the whole purpose of this guide uh, for these filmmakers is to share the knowledge that I've been able to gain to help you out. I've had a lot of successes. I've made a lot of mistakes and both of them have value. I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to just share more content with my fellow freelancers, my fellow videographers and photographers. Not that I'm putting shade on any other freelancers out there, but we are a special bunch and we need all the help that we can get. And this this episode is important to me because I feel like we need to talk more about getting hired, getting hired from corporations, agencies, different companies, staffing agencies, and what they're looking for. I didn't say production companies, production companies. That's like one of the most important things because I run a small production company and I feel like the thought process of what's important to hire a good freelancer is off. I think people are focusing on the wrong things and I want to share the different traits and the different things that I look for when I'm hiring someone. So if you're looking for a job, if you're wondering why you're not getting hired more, hopefully these tips and traits that I look for when hiring someone can help you. It's not the golden rule. It's not the only way to look at it, but it's 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 what's helped me. It's what has helped me. Can't talk right now. And. I wish someone shared this with me when I first got started, because a lot of these I didn't know. And if I would have known them at that point in time, I feel like I'll be a little bit further in my career. So my goal is not to pay it back. My goal is to pay it forward. Okay, so when it comes to I I got five traits. All right. And the number one trait that I look for when I'm bringing someone onto my team, either for a temporary project or full time. The most important thing to me is a great personality. And a lot of people think that's cliche. Like, yeah, okay, whatever. But until you have worked with someone that you can't stand and you never want to see again, or you wake up in the morning and you're thinking, I got to work with this person. You don't know how important having a great personality is when it comes to joining a team. This is actually the first tip that I got from my mentor when I was entering into the freelancing world. And I called her and I said, look, I want to get in the game. I want to be a freelancer. I want to do it big. And I need your advice. What do I need to know? What do I need to learn? What should I be doing? And she said, Eric, the most important thing is having a great personality. Because everything else comes secondary to having a great personality. If you're the most talented person in the world, but I can't stand being around you in the production world in particular, that's just a no go. You're out of the game. When you're a producer and you're working with an editor, you have to be with that editor sometimes in a room 10, 12 hours a day 
Would you rather be in a room with someone who you're having a great time with and you're enjoying yourself while you're working? Or do you want to be in that room where you're like, man, I can't wait till this is over? Do you want to be on a shoot with a DP or a videographer and you can't wait to leave the situation because they're just a headache? People want to work with people that they like. And if you have a great personality, you're going to get at least the attempt to have a lot of opportunities to work with people. So when I when I'm giving that advice to someone says, how do I make moves in the game? I'm always saying, have a great personality. Always be the person that people are looking forward to working with. Um, Put your full time and energy and everything that you do. And that great personality will rub off on the people around you and that will get you so far in the game i can tell you right now i'm not the most talented editor i'm not the most talented videographer producer you know i've worn many different hats but the number one thing that i try to work on is when you're working with me you're going to have a good time we're going to get work done and you know the the objective is going to be met but you're going to have a good time when you do it so next time you have a project you're like I can go with person A or person B. They're both about the same, but this person I enjoy being with more because it's about people. Okay, so number one is having a great personality. Number two, and this is a close, close race, but number two is being punctual. Again, you can be the most talented person in the world, but if you can't show up on time, I can't work with you. And a lot of people give... You at least one time to mess up before they're like, this person can't show up on time. But what's a little different about production is we can't make up time. You can't put in extra hours at the end of the shoot to make up for what you lost if you were an hour late. You know, we have a call time. We have to set up equipment. We have the client coming. You can't show up when we're when you're supposed to be there two hours earlier. And we're about to start shooting. You might as well just go home. And when people are spending the amount of money that they are on these type of sets, anybody who can't show up on time isn't going to make the cut. And I've met too many people that I love working with, going back to the personality thing, but I can't depend on them to show up on time. And the key thing that people don't realize is when I hire you, Your job is to make me look good. My job is to make my client look good. The client's job is to make the brand look good. Everybody's job is to make somebody else look good. And if you show up late and I hired you, that now makes me look bad. And I don't want to look bad in front of my client. So number one, have a great personality. Number two, and you know, with the punctual, I learned this the hard way. Now, I'm going to give a quick story about what happened with me, because maybe this can help somebody else as they're getting shoots. So I got I was getting hired. This is the beginning of my career. I was getting hired by a well-established DP around the city. He saw a young kid who was getting in the game. He saw that I had some talent. We knew some of the same people. So he started hiring me as B-Cam. Went on a couple shoots, everything went good. But one time he hired me for a shoot 
And for some reason, I wasn't using my calendar at this time. I was just remembering everything, which is a whole nother bad issue. And I went to the wrong location. And the location that I was supposed to be at was over an hour away. And even the first location I got at, I was there right on time because I was having a hard time back then being on time myself. I wasn't very punctual. So I ended up showing to the hours like I, I ended up showing to the shoot like two hours late. And I got there and he's like, hey, it happens. No big deal. Again, everybody's going to give you at least one time. So I like, whoo, man, happy I can still work with him. And he started hiring me again. Like two shoots later. He hired me for this really early morning shoot. And I hate waking up early for shoots. I just couldn't do it back then. And I didn't want to be late. And I'm like, I'm going to leave two hours early than I'm supposed to. So I can arrive at call time and just sit in my car and eat some donuts. And I left early. I left super early. And this is when I had my Honda Civic back in the day. And I'm driving on 290. Those for you in Chicago know what I'm talking about. I'm driving on the highway and all my lights start flickering and my car breaks down and I had just enough momentum to get off on the next ramp and park it on the side street. Um, definitely was cell phone time. I know some people think there's no cell phone. There was, there was a time when people didn't have cell phones, but I, I think I called my dad because I needed someone to help me. And I called my friend who lived down the street because I knew I was going to need someone's car. Because my car was dead. My dad came, had to wait for him because he was going to stay with the tow truck because I had to get my car towed. He was going to stay with the tow truck. And then my friend drove over and let me borrow his car so I can get to the chute. That didn't happen very quick. You know, obviously it wouldn't. And I got to the chute again right on time. The, the event was starting and I just arrived. And this time it wasn't necessarily my fault. You could have said that I should have been taking care of my car better um, or knew that that could possibly happen. I left in plenty of time two hours earlier, but with a tow truck and my friend giving me his car, it just took a lot of time. So I got there right on time. And I, I remember when I showed up, he just looked at me. He's just like, all right, I'm glad you're here. And that was probably six, seven, maybe eight years ago. And he actually, for the first time, just called me this year. Uh, he was recommending me for a project. So that means that I missed eight years of working with this very established DP in the city where I could have been doing a whole bunch of shoots. But I messed up that opportunity just because I couldn't show up on time. And the second time wouldn't have been a problem if I didn't establish that I couldn't show up on time the first time I was late. So don't let that happen because there's going to be a time when it's out of your control and you don't want to be known as a person that just makes up excuses. Because at that point, he thought I made up an excuse. He had no idea that my car really broke down. Honestly, didn't really matter. And now that I've been in the game a little bit longer and hiring people, I wouldn't care either because it's not my problem. Next on the list after that long story, hard worker. After you get the great personality, after you show up on time, while you're on set, I need you to be giving me your all. I need you to be 100% focused on what we're working on. I need you to be zoned in. If your job is to hold the door open as a PA, I want you to be the best person holding the door. I want you to get off of your cell phone. Too many times 
uh, there's too many times where I'm working and I'm seeing people on their phone throughout the day. I understand you need to check it. I understand it's just like part of the culture, but you need to save that time for a break or lunch. You need to be focusing 100% on what we're doing on the set. And the reason we have a DIT and a DP and an audio person and a photographer and a production person and a makeup person and all these different positions is because we want everybody to be doing that one job 100%. And if you're on your phone, you can't be doing that job 100%. If you're asking when can we leave, you're not doing your job 100% and you're not reading because most production companies are going to have a call time and a wrap time you know, for the day. And sometimes it goes over. Don't ever ask me what, when are we, when can we leave? That shouldn't be your focus. Your focus should be, what can I do to make this shoot better today? And I've seen people either jobs where we both been hired or I've been hired or I've hired people and the people stick out who are there to get work done. And it it makes a big difference. So I want to do a quick focus on the top three Because one thing I want to point out is that none of these are talent based. You could be starting your freelancing career tomorrow and you can have a great personality. You can be punctual and you can be a hard worker. And you may never at that point, you might not even touch the camera. You can do all those things. And that right there is going to make you better than 80 percent of the field. And I stress that because next up on the list is talent. But when it comes to talent, the more you're on set, the more you're filming and working with people, you're going to become more talented. Once you get more experience, you're going to be better. Once you work with other people, you're going to get better. So while talent talent is important, it's not the most important thing because I can't teach someone to have a great personality. You, you don't teach someone to be punctual. It's just something inside of you. You don't teach someone to be a hard worker. It's inside of you. We can teach you how to frame a shot. We can teach you how to color correct. We can teach you how to get great B-roll. That, that's something you can learn. So that's why talent isn't the most important thing when it comes to hiring somebody, in my opinion. And I think that's the one that we focus on the most. We think that talent is the number one thing. And what I tell people is, You're going to see a lot of people in your career that have a lot of talent and they're going to get a lot of jobs. But one thing they're not going to do is they're not going to have a lot of repeat jobs. The people who have great personalities, they're punctual and hard workers. They're going to get the people hiring them over and over and over again because they know what to expect. But if you're super talented, but you don't have those top three things. Yes, you're going to get hired, but there's not going to be as many people who want to hire you on a on a regular basis. So talent is important. But I don't think it's the top thing on the list. Um, last thing on the list, I think, is actually pricing. That's the least important thing to me. Uh, what your day rate is, because when I'm building projects and I'm figuring out what the budget is going to be for each crew member, I already have what your budget, I already have what your day rate is going to be in a price bracket. You know, you know, for the most part, most people are going to be within maybe a few hundred dollars or, you know, a few dollars in between, you know, this person and the next person. 
But if I'm hiring a grip, if I'm hiring an audio person and I'm working with professionals, if I'm hiring a camera operator, are you bringing your equipment? Are you not bringing your equipment? Am I working with a DIT? I know what your rates are. I can more than likely look them up online because, you know, in a large city, if you're in a large city, they're going to be, you know, close to what most other people are charging. And if you have a day rate that's a little bit more expensive than everybody else, that doesn't matter either. Because if you have a great personality, you punctual, hard work, and you have talent, I'm, I have no problem hiring you. You're going to make me look good in front of my client. And at the end of the day, that's, that's what's important to me. You're going to make my job easier. Everybody that comes on the team I want you to make my job easier so I can make somebody else's job easier. So if you're a little bit more expensive, but you're knocking it out the park, I don't care that you're a couple extra hundred dollars. There's been times when I'm hiring someone and they're a little bit more expensive or their rates have changed, but I know the quality that they give. I could almost care less. I'm willing to maybe let make a little less profit because I know that with you on the team, I'm going to have to do less work. The product is going to be better. You're not doing this for the first time, so I don't have to guess. Do you know what you're doing? You're going to be giving me input on what we should be doing when it comes to the task or the project or whatever we have coming up. So I, I pricing and, you know, someone who's budgeting correctly, that pricing has been passed on to the client who's hiring me anyway, you know, what a lot of production companies do is they put a percentage on top of whatever you're charging them anyway. So they're making a little bit of money on hiring you and the client is paying your day rate. And so, again, if they have to eat into their profit a little bit more, but you're going to give them an amazing result, it's not a big deal. So those are the top traits that I look for when I'm trying to hire a freelancer to work with us on a project. I think it's important for us to talk about these type of things. And too many times we work with people and we never want to work with them again, but we never communicate why. And so that person doesn't have the opportunity to learn. And so this is, you know, me putting this information out is so that you don't have to go through that hopefully with somebody or not even go through that with somebody but I I want someone to be able to gain value out of hearing how someone hires and having the ability to work on many different people's projects when they were hiring myself you know I kind of got wind of what people are looking for and at the end of the day if you If you're having any issue or you don't understand or you want to get better, your job is to make someone else's job easier. Your job is to make someone look better. I don't care what department you're in. I don't care what your talent, skill level or why you're there. Your job is to make somebody else look better and for their job to be easier because you're on the team. If you keep that in mind, you will have no problems getting hired. And I obviously didn't turn off my messages. Definitely turn your messages off when you're on set because 
if your if your phone goes off during set, um, we're gonna have a problem, and we we want to limit those problems when we can. Once again, my name is Eric D. Seals. For those who do not know me, I have been freelancing for over ten years. It's my primary source of income. I've been super blessed to be able to do this, and I want to share this information for the upcoming filmmakers, the people who've been doing it for a while and they need some help, the people who are doing it as a hobby, however your creative bug gets met, so to speak. (laughs) That made no sense. However you are in the production game, however you call yourself a freelancer, I want to give the knowledge that I have and share it with you. I hope you've enjoyed this episode about what people are looking for when they're hiring a freelancer. It's not hard. At the end of the day, if you want to be winning in this freelancing game, you got to work on those top five things. Have a great personality. Be punctual. Be a hard worker. Have some talent. Have good day rates or pricing those are the things that a lot of people are looking for and if you master those and figure out where you fit in the game you're going to be all right i hope you've enjoyed this episode uh this is a new thing that i'm starting and to be honest i'm kind of nervous about it because i haven't created content for myself in a very long time and it was something that i needed to do and so if you have any questions comments or thoughts please feel free to reach out to me Uh, Thank you for listening and I look forward to your support in the next episode.